Welcome to Emotional Eating with Marilyn, a podcast where you will learn to recognize your emotional eating behavior, overcome this behavior, and all things in between. If it's your first time here at EEM, then welcome. My name is Marilyn Rafi. I am a pharmacist and I have a PhD in genetics, and I upload an episode every Friday morning. And if you're an avid listener, then I really want to thank you because your engagement is really helping us to become one of the top listened podcasts on emotional eating. But in order to further spread the love and really break the taboo on emotional eating, we need to do more. So I would really appreciate it if you could either subscribe, leave a review, or share the podcast with a friend. Now, on to today's episode. Friday morning, you say to yourself, this weekend I will be good, this weekend I will do it, I will not eat, I'm going to order just a salad at the restaurant, I know I will do it and I will force myself and I don't have a choice because I'm not good and I've, I've always failed and this weekend I'm going to do it. Monday morning, oh, this weekend I failed again, I'm such a piece of shit. I I don't know how I can even trust myself anymore. I'm like, yeah, I hate myself. You know what? I'm not even going to think of it. And anyway, I have a lot of work to do. Next Friday. This weekend is the weekend. I know I can do it. I will do it. And the cycle continues on and on. So if you feel you're trapped in that cycle, continue to listen to this episode. I will give you a way out. This is an advert for better help. So if you're listening to this podcast and thinking there are things I need to unlock in order to overcome emotional eating, then better help is for you. BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is an online platform that connects you to a suited therapist. You answer a few questions about yourself and the angle you want to focus on, and they will match you with a therapist. You can switch if you want to, completely free of charge if your first match is not a good fit. And I personally know that starting therapy can be overwhelming. I was so scared and ashamed in my first few months. But then when I realized how it changed my life, I wanted everyone to benefit from this magic too. So with better help, there is less friction to start therapy. I will put the link in the show notes with all the details. Basically, it's betterhelp.com slash EEM. And by using this link, you help support my podcast and you get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. And I truly believe that therapy will help you understand the layers of your emotional eating. And as I say, it all starts with awareness, awareness and awareness. So for 10% off your first month, you just need to click on the link in the show notes or visit betterhelp.com slash EEM. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this channel. So I guess if you're listening to this episode, you can relate to what I'm saying. Probably your words and your inner voice and your inner talk is a bit different, but in the lines of what I was saying. And there is a lot of shame and guilt and a sense of failure that we put on ourselves when we're not quote-unquote good in our eating habits. We're not good enough, we failed. And we mix all those, uh, you know, techniques like as if we have our child, not as if we have our inner child inside of us, and we have our inner parent, probably very similar to the way our parent talked to us when we were little, using different techniques. 
using the technique of blackmailing and shaming us, saying, you know, you have to do it. You haven't done it, and now this weekend you will do it. I mean, replace weekend with weekday for you, or Monday morning, everyone's different, but uh, I see most most often it's on, on weekends. Um, so there is this shame, this guilt, this blackmailing, and then when we don't do it, there is even more shame, even more the sense of failure, the sense that we're a piece of shit. And guess what? All those emotions, shame, guilt, feeling worthless, etc., they will cause emotional eating. So let's put all of this in the bin. Just imagine a virtual or a metaphorical bin. Bin all the, those emotions... And of course, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we shouldn't feel any sense of shame or guilt or anything, because um, these are kind of survival emotions. This is why we survive in a society, etc. But I'm sure that those of you, the, you guys that are listening, you have too much shame, too much guilt. Instead of having, I don't know, uh, 2%, or I'm just uh, like throwing a number, 2% of your day where you feel shame or guilt, it's like uh, 70%. So let's take this extra shame, guilt that doesn't serve us, that's destroying us and let's put it in a bin imagine the bin that you want and let's start fresh let's start from a black blank canvas and now that we're starting fresh with a black canvas let's use other things let's we bind uh, shame guilt sense of failure all of this we're adding the growth mindset we're adding this mindset that I can learn, I can grow, my uh, brain can develop a new connection between the neurons and I can ditch the old neuron and it's actually been proven by science that your brain can and will do, if you practice enough, will do new connection between different neurons. So the healthy neurons, you will associate good things together and will detach some neurons. Uh, it's kind of, re basically, it's re rewiring your brain. So let's use this growth mindset. I, uh, I will learn. It's not set in stone and I can learn. Let's also add to the recipe, if you want, let's add compassion. Let's add compassion for ourselves. What does it mean? It means that you know how when you see a child and like, let's say the child falls and you like, you have this feelings of awe, which is not pity. It's like, oh, I don't know how you, it's hard to explain it, but it's like your heart feels with a bit of warmth. You will have this for yourself. And how does it look like? It looks like, okay, I didn't, I wasn't able to do it, but uh, I had X, Y, Z circumstances. It doesn't mean that you're a victim. You're not a victim of your life. No, but you have compassion for yourself. And I know it might sound a bit weird or a bit difficult to understand, a bit abstract. And compassion is, or self-compassion is one of the hardest things to understand and to do because we haven't been taught how to do it. Uh, but what I would recommend is, you know, do it, try to practice, try to work on it. And one day you will understand how it looks like. And the last, uh, if you want, ingredient to the recipe is curiosity. Curiosity. Why is it important? It's because we're going to analyze our behavior with curiosity. Not with shame and guilt, not with an end in mind, but just as an understanding. 
So you have this bin where you threw away guilt, shame, sense of failure. And now I have a nice basket, whatever you want to, however you want to visualize it. Uh, the colors that you want, your favorite color. For me, I would visualize it maybe uh, in uh, rattan. Uh, and I don't know, I would put flowers all over it. And you add uh, the growth mindset, the, the I can do it mindset, I can learn it mindset, compassion, compassion for yourself, love for yourself, and curiosity, I'm going to learn. And all of this, take this basket with you, and we're going to develop new tools for your weekend. So the first question I want to ask you to build the tool is why did you uh, not eat the way you said you were going to eat over that weekend? So I'll let you a few seconds to think why didn't you do or why didn't you eat what you said you were going to do? And no, don't say it's because I'm a piece of shit. No, don't say things mean to yourself. What's your inner voice is telling you? Analyze, use this curiosity that we have in our basket. Is your inner voice saying uh, bad things to yourself? Is it using shame or guilt? Now let's use a bit, a little bit of compassion. You didn't do it because the circumstances or things were not uh, appropriate and you didn't have the tools and we're going to build the tools. And important words that I want to say for this episode and for everything in life in general is that in order to find a solution, we have to understand the problem. In order to find a solution, we have to understand the problem. And let's understand with curiosity, with compassion, with growth mindset for you, your why. Why didn't you uh, follow what you were saying? There are a few possibilities. I'll give you, of course, I'm not going to list everything. I'm going to list the three most common ones that I've seen with clients and people tell me that this is why sometimes they quote unquote fail. But now it's not failure anymore. It's learning. So the first big reason why people overeat eat emotionally during the weekend is because they feel lonely. I've had few clients that tell me, you know, I'm good during the week. And I also, I really don't like the words being good or being bad because you're not good or bad if you eat or eat emotionally or not. But I'm using your verbatim, your language so that you can relate uh, more with it. So they, they tell me I've been good during the week, but ah, oh, during the weekend, I'm so bad. I'm so X, Y said and then when we dig into it is that they feel lonely they feel their life is not what they want it to be and I have many clients that actually they eat because they want a partner they feel they're lonely they're you know they don't have a partner to share their life with and I know it's really hard um, general in general for you guys if you if that's what you feel and on top of it, the society, uh, you know, the the judgment of society. And I hope that my podcast is not adding to it. But I just want to tell you that this is really common. And I want to help you with that. Of course, I'm not going to help you find a partner. I'm not a love doctor. I will help you. Actually, I am a love doctor. But I am. I will help you love yourself between you and yourself. And actually, many of us uh, that feel lonely, it's actually, and I've talked about it, I have a full episode on that, it's our inner child that feels lonely. If you close your eyes now and you think of you at a younger age, 
You might see yourself, I don't know, at seven years old, eight, 13, whatever, and you will probably visualize a situation with either your father or your mother or someone in your family talking to you, rejecting you, not taking care of you, not giving you the love that you want. And it's probably all those emotions that come back that resurface during the weekend when there's no distraction of work, of life, etc. When during the weekends, it's time for people to socialize, to be with their partners, etc. So the wound opens up again. And the solution is to really do the inner child work. Of if, you, if this is what you feel for the loneliness, check my episode, it's a few weeks ago, uh, called uh, Loneliness. I eat when I feel lonely. I will link it in the show notes and because I don't want to repeat the whole uh, information. So that was for loneliness. Another big, big reason and very common reason why people overeat is because they have accumulated so much stress during the week, so much shit, so much unhappiness that it's the only way out uh, during the weekend is to eat is just to I don't know compensate it in a way and I always 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 talk about it probably if you're uh, like an avid listener you're kind of bored with me saying it but it's really really key when your level of well-being or, or happiness or whatever drops this is when you're going to eat to compensate and uh, this reason like eating uh, over weekend because you have had a difficult week very common with people with small kids uh, very common with people that have intense job or even with people that don't like their job. I've had a client that didn't really like, I mean, his job was not really, really so demanding, but actually he didn't like this job. He was kind of forced into doing it and he realized that actually, oh, eating is my only way out. And that's why uh, I do emotional eating. And with the self-awareness, with the curiosity and compassion, he was able to kind of reverse it. And for that, I would recommend to really understand why your level of well-being uh, is so, draw, uh, so low. When you arrive to the weekend, why is it so low? What happened? Um, if I have very small kids and I don't have the way out, can I find a few hours during the week, during the weekend uh, for me just to recharge, repre replenish myself? And again, don't forget that we put in the bin guilt and shame and sense of failure. Guilt, mom guilt, dad guilt, it's in the bin. Don't You don't need it. You have your basket now of curiosity, of compassion, of growth mindset. So if you feel guilty to leave your keys for a few hours, just think again, I need compassion for myself. I love myself. I deserve it. All of this. I know sometimes it's hard logistically, but just uh, I'm just giving you an idea of uh, or a proposition of when can I find time for myself. If you have an intense job, it's the same. Just can I have some boundaries where if for me, it's really important to go to the gym uh, or to have a walk in the park or to, I don't know, get uh, some pampering. Can I find some time either in the week or in the weekend just for me so that I won't overeat? And if I don't like my job, then this is, I mean, it's a minefield. I'm not going to talk about all of it because I don't know your specific um, 
situation if you can leave your job find a job that you love uh, do you have inner fears of leaving your job are you following what your parents wanted you to do uh, is is it a distraction and escape from life you know there's so many reasons oh, on top of the financial reasons so it's hard for me to tell you what to do uh, unless I know you and of course you know I have coaching um, sessions I do coach you so you can go to my website marilynraffi.com and you can either book for a 15 minute call or just a full uh, full-fledged session and we can discuss this so that was for the I'm really stressed at during my week and I arrive during the weekend and I'm releasing everything through food And the third reason and final reason that I'm going to state in this episode is that very often in weekend we see triggering people. This can be friends or this can be families. Uh, This is usually sometimes we feel forced to see people that we don't want to see. I know many of you guys have a bit of or a lot of childhood childhood trauma, complex PTSD and all of this. And you kind of feel uh, forced to see people that trigger you. You know, they say that there are some people, they know how to push your buttons, but it's usually those people that created those buttons. I had a client who had a very, very toxic relationship with her father. She was in her 50s, maybe still at her at the age of her father, like he was a like an elderly, he still had a lot of power, emotional power over her. She would hear his voice, uh, you know even on weekends and I remember she said she was she went on a date with a new guy and she was eating and while eating she f- she heard the voice of her father saying this is not how women eat you're not in- eating properly what's this etc so and and then if you have to face those people during weekends imagine of course you're going to eat or overeat or eat emotionally uh Remember the compassion and the curiosity and also remember that this shame and this guilt that was imposed on you by these toxic people, they are, it is in the bin. I know sometimes those emotions will creep out of the bin and try to come in your basket, but no, don't let them. It's like a practice. You just, it's like um, personal hygiene, we call it. So yes, sometimes we have to see people that are triggering. And ask yourself, who are those people? Very often, uh, I have some clients that tell me that those their parents, etc., don't even live in the same country as them anymore. Still, they have this power. The, the, the parents have the power over them. But it, what's crazy is that sometimes your friends and your acquaintances and people that you choose in your life will remind you of those parents. It could either be, of course, in a at work, and I often say that at work, the the so the the system at work mirrors the system of a family. So sometimes your boss can remind you of your mom or your dad. But also your friends, sometimes they will use the same techniques or they will push the same button uh, that uh, your parents did. And without, uh, probably they they don't do it on purpose. It's just that they have their own shit and their own uh, childhood trauma. But for them, it mirror, like they, they mirror your parents. They're like, okay, they, they I don't know, they, they say things probably that reminds you of you as a little boy or a little girl. So ask yourself, who are those people that trigger me? And if you don't really know, you will definitely know it 
by uh, how much you eat emotionally. If after seeing some people you feel you've eaten emotionally, then those people trigger you and then you can start using the curiosity, the growth mindset and understand why they trigger you, who they remind you of. And uh, importantly, uh, it's to have a plan of how to either avoid those people if you can avoid them. And I know it's hard and very often people kind of reject the idea of avoiding triggering people they're like no I can't I'm not I don't want to be selfish uh, I'm not that type of uh, person or I'm stronger than this but no if people trigger you and you don't need them in li- your life just adios you know uh, because they will uh, if you think of it you when you do your emotional eating work, you will walk steps, let's say you walk 10 steps during the week, and then you see those people, and they will put you back for like five, uh, six steps. And life in general is already difficult. You don't need extra challenges. Overcoming emotional eating is challenging by itself, with all the childhood trauma, with all society and everything. So don't add extra challenges, especially at this stage where you're still very raw and like developing tools. So have a plan. Can I avoid those people? And if I really can't, for some reason, can I prepare myself for when I'm going to see them? Uh, Can I choose, for example, can I make a decision of what I'm going to eat exactly before that? So you, for example, you're going to see them in a restaurant, have a look at the menu beforehand and decide. Um, If... um, if you, if, I don't know, it's a fam, family uh, lunch and you know it's going to be so overwhelming, book a massage or book an activity that you enjoy just afterwards. I mean, it doesn't have to be very costly. It can be also things that are free. You can, uh, I don't know, whatever you like to do. And please, of course, not social media and Netflix on, and all those things because they will drain you even more. But just book something or even seeing a friend that you like that raises your energy. And be very mindful of, you know, when you have this curiosity in your basket, use it to understand. When I see these people afterwards, you have less or more energy. And then you will know the people that suck your energy out and that will cause emotional eating. Because remember, when our level of happiness drops, we will eat uh, or not. And just remember, and I just want to tell you that you're not alone. This is one of the most common reasons why people eat emotionally. I've had an episode uh, on empaths. I'm going to also link it in the show notes. A lot of you guys that listen to, 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 to this podcast and that do emotional eating are actually very, very sensitive to people, to people's emotions, to people's words. Um, you are very um, altruistic and not selfish at all, but you feel you're the opposite. So you will uh, really absorb other people's emotions and words, etc. So it's just protecting yourself. And now I will let you uh, a bit of time to think, because I know once you're going to stop this podcast, you will move on to a next uh, task in your life, in your day. So I will uh, ask, like, give you the space to think why... Did I overeat last weekend? Why did I emotionally eat last weekend? So you can pause this episode for a couple of seconds or minutes just to think why. Put it on your phone in notes or you can write it down. And you will start understanding why you eat 
emotionally on weekends. And we will add another thing in our basket. So remember our basket, which color is it? So I was saying for me, it's like in rattan. I don't know how you say if I'm pronouncing it correctly, rattan. And it has flowers all over it. As I mentioned, we have inside the growth mindset. You can picture it as, as a bowl. You can picture it as a flower. You can picture it as whatever you want in paper. Um, we have growth mindset, compassion and curiosity and we're going to add something else to our basket and we're going to add acceptance. Acceptance of whatever we do, it's okay. Whoever we are, it's okay. And even if we try and it doesn't work and we don't get the results that we want, it's okay because we have the growth mindset. And a good visualization exercise is just visualize this basket with you when you um, you are in, in in for this weekend. So the the coming weekend, if you're listening on the Friday, uh, because I post every Friday morning. So if you're listening on this Friday or whenever you're listening, actually, just picture this um, basket with you. And whenever you're gonna have those challenging moments on weekends, you have your basket. So that was it for today. If you're thinking, oh my God, I really think this person would benefit from, from, this, uh, from this episode. I can really think of my sister, of my cousin, of my best friend, of my mom uh, that, you know, really, really would benefit from this. Why don't you send them the link of this episode? It would help them and it would really help me with the algorithm. Otherwise, I'll see you next week, Friday, 9 a.m. UK time.